Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Once again, the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. On this beautiful Sunday morning, of course, today, the 26th of February 2017, corresponding to the Islamic calendar, the 28th of Jamadil Awal 1438. Alhamdulillah. Tomorrow, inshallah, we'll be sighting the moon, inshallah. If we see the moon, then on Tuesday will be the first of Jamadil. Uh, Thani, higher inshallah. Once again, in studio we have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of uh, Portland's Masjid, and of course, uh, Masjid Rabi, inshallah. No. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum, welcome to the Voice of the Cape. Wa alaikum assalam, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, daraji kifahal. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful Sunday morning. Alhamdulillah. Yes, Sheikh, uh, once again, another beautiful program, another beautiful Sunday, alhamdulillah. They say when a man has knowledge of Deen Sheikh, mm. he can lead his family with respect. Yes. And when a woman has knowledge of Deen, mm. she can lead her children with humility. Allahu Akbar. Mashallah. And when children have knowledge of Deen, they can lead their parents to Jannah. Allahu Akbar. And may Allah grant everyone the ni'mah of Deen, inshallah, because the, the first university of knowledge and moral upbringing is the lap of the mother. Allahu Akbar. And they say the hand that rocks the cradle. Mm-hmm. rules the world. Allahu Akbar. So may Allah grant uh, all of us, our parents and our children and grandchildren, a knowledge of deen. Amin. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen. Sayyidina wa habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbish rahli sadri wa yassir li amri wahlul uqadatan min lisan yafqaw qawli. Allahumma la takilni ila nafsi tarfata aynin wa la aqalla min thalik. My beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and honorable youth and children and dear listeners of the voice of Akib, I greet you all with the universal greetings of love and honor and respect and mercy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah has granted us another beautiful and wonderful day Alhamdulillah. and uh, we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today must be better than yesterday Amen. and that tomorrow must be better than today Amen. 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 we bear testimony that no one has got the right to be worshipped except allah alone and also we bear testimony that our beloved nabi muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the final and the greatest message of allah al-qa'il the one that said من صلى علي صلاة مخلصا من قلبه صلى الله عليه بأشرط صلوات. Any person that puts one salah on Rasulullah, but by just merely saying, for example, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad, مخلصا من قلبه, sincerely from the heart, with love, with passion, with appreciation, then Allah will put ten salawat from Allah on you, ten mercy from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and Allah will raise you ten darajat. And Allah will write down for you as if you've done 10 good deeds and wipe out 10 of your sins. And every time we remind one another, we take it to another level. If a person puts a hundred salawat on Rasulullah every day sincerely from his heart, then Allah will put a thousand from Allah, a thousand mercy from Allah on you. And Allah will raise you a thousand darajat. And Allah will write down as if you've done a thousand good deeds and wipe out a thousand of your sins. Allahu Akbar. May Allah grant us, my dear listeners and my dear mothers and fathers, to, to realize the value of putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad. So we ask everybody again here in Cape Town, outside Cape Town, overseas, to join us in putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad. Allah. 
My dear listeners, it was so beautiful. We are blessed here in Cape Town because of the Salawat. And uh, I've said it last week at the Soraya's Mawlid Jama, uh, 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 Mawlid, that the Cape Town of the people of Cape Town are, are just unique. Allahu Akbar. Up till today, it, we are almost in Jumat al-Thani. So it's Rabi al-Awwal, Rabi al-Thani, Jumat al-Ula. And people are still celebrating the birth of the Nabi Muhammad so in Cape Town. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. <laughs> So today we, we are going to um, ask you to join me uh, in Putaraji, uh, another famous and beautiful way how we in Cape Town put salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad so sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So please join me, inshaAllah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Rahim al-Mu'mineen, sallallahu rabbuna. أحمدود مصطفى شهيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين الله يا الله يا So beautiful, Taraji. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. See how that note we need to go for a commercial break. When they come back, stay tuned to the voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. 
Welcome back. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. If you just join us in studio, we have Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels and the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. Shukran, Daraji. Uh, my dear listeners, uh, after that beautiful salawat, I also want to remind you again that our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man qala la ilaha illallah mukhlisan dakhala al-jannata. Whosoever says la ilaha illallah sincerely will definitely enter the jannah. So the Sahaba asked the key, the key question, what is the meaning of saying it sincerely, Ya Rasulullah? And, and the reason why they asked, because they knew that there must be a deeper, deeper meaning of saying la ilaha illallah sincerely, because Rasulullah said it will let you enter the Jannah. And the Nabi Muhammad said, if by saying la ilaha illallah repeatedly, and it keeps you away from all haram, that is the meaning of saying la ilaha illallah sincerely. And nobody will disagree. Nobody will disagree. Because if you say la ilaha illallah, no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah. Then you're also saying, I don't even worship my own desires. I don't obey my desires and my temptations. Because that is one of the biggest problems for us. It will keep us away from the Jannah. If you're going to obey and give in to your desires and your temptations. So the actual meaning of La ilaha illallah sincerely is when it keeps you away from all haram. Allahu Akbar. And my dear beloved ones, if we are going to feed ourselves and our subconscious mind with this deep and important understanding and meaning of La ilaha illallah, that it keeps you away from all haram, then ultimately, Inshallah, we are going to achieve it. We are going to achieve it. We, we feed our, our, our subconscious mind that la ilaha illallah, will, uh, the meaning is, it will keep you away from all haram. Allah will grant, inshallah, ultimately, we will be able to stay away from all haram. Amin ya rabbal alameen. And that is the greatest wish and ambition of any true Muslim in this world. We don't want to do anything haram. We don't want to disappoint Allah. We just want the satisfaction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear ones, so let us start somewhere. Let, let us start somewhere to reach the number that so many others before us and even people currently living in the same time that we live that are saying a thousand times La ilaha illallah, some of them two thousand times, some of them five thousand times. And as, as I've indicated to your honorable selves, I was in Yemen and they showed me a person every day, minimum 10,000 times, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah. So we need to start somewhere, inshallah. And let us also say it with the intention and desire that Allah grants us the honor that it be our last words. Just before we're going to close our eyes. One of the days we're all going to close our eyes and we don't know when. There's no guarantees. No one of us has got any guarantee that you're still going to be alive tonight or tomorrow or next week. That is completely in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I'm saying and I'm advising that when we say la ilaha illallah, say it also with the intention. And, and, and as you know, the importance of intention, the niyyah that Allah must grant you, as you are saying it every day, Allah must grant you that just before you're going to close your eyes, and your families, uh, are stand, uh, uh, families are standing around, that you say, La ilaha illallah, and you close your eyes, Allahu Akbar. Because the Nabi Muhammad says, Man kana akhiru kalami la ilaha illallah, dakhla al-jannah. Whosoever's last words 
is going to be La ilaha illallah will enter the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. So, and the Nabi Muhammad says, وَإِنَّمَا لِكُلِّ مْرِئٍ مَا نَوَىٰ And whatever you have intended for, you will achieve it. So if that is intention by saying La ilaha illallah, that Allah must grant it you also to be the last words, Allah will grant it to us. Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. My dear beloved ones, beloved ones, we are still desperately in need of rain. We've just heard uh, at the time of the advertisements, uh, our sisters reminding one another that we mustn't waste water. So, yeah, we're still desperately in need of rain. And the question is, who sends down the rain? And the answer is obvious, Allah. Allah is the one that sends, sends down the rain. And Allah is in control of everything. So we need to keep on asking and appealing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send us lots of rain. We are in need of the rain. We are in need of the water. And in, in, in fact, uh, most of South Africa for the last week or two weeks have, have, have received lots of rain. But not only, uh, Cape Town is most probably the only place. And the question is, why? The question is, why? And maybe uh, we are doing too many wrong things here in Cape Town. May Allah protect us and may Allah forgive us. So, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, and that the Nuh said to his people, فَكُلْ تُسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ Ask Allah forgiveness. Say astaghfirullah. Say astaghfirullah. Because Allah is the most of forgiving. Most of forgiving. Look how asking forgiveness is connected to Allah sending down the rain. Allahu Akbar. فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّوْ كَانَ غَفَّارًا يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدَرَارًا Allah will send from the sama lots of rain. Allahu Akbar. So we're going to ask uh, uh, everybody also to, to join us in asking Allah forgiveness. And, and this is a a tune that we've heard before and it's very easy to pick up inshallah uh, and to join us in asking Allah forgiveness Just imagine all of us, we can do every day, say 100 times, 200 times, 500 times, Astaghfirullah, with the intention Allah must send down the rain. Amen. And there's so, so many benefits uh, besides the rain. The Nabi Muhammad says, whosoever consistently asks Allah forgiveness, Allah will remove all your problems and your worries. And Allah will remove all your anxieties. And Allah will give you rizq. Sustenance. But Raji and dear listeners, yesterday uh, the uh, Eaton Tree Fund, George Masjid, and countrymen. So I said, Oman for my Sheikh. I was in Jeddah in 1983, and there was no, no water, no rain in Saudi Arabia, and the rain, rain, I've come for a long time. 
So the, uh, uh, they decided that each and every masjid in Jeddah make, uh, after Fajr they stay until Ishraq and they make uh, Salatul Istisqa. And that's exactly what happened in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu So inshallah, I said to him, I'm going to speak to our president, Sheikh Irfan. Sheikh Irfan will be coming back tomorrow. Amen. And inshallah, uh, um, uh, I'm sure that uh, between Voice of the Cape and the MGC, to coordinate something like that, maybe for next Sunday. I mean, I'm, I'm just suggesting. Mm -hmm. uh, and the point I'm making is, in, uh, that this comes from one of our uh, uh, old people here in Cape Town, an old man, he's about 80 years old. And he made the suggestion. Yes. And it might just be that Allah, because of the barakah of his suggestion, that we come together, and Allah subhanahu Allah knows best. Allah um, is uh, um, the, the, the most forgiving, and Allah is all hearing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, will send down the rain. When we ask Allah subhanahu for forgiveness, inshallah, and make the salatul istiqaf. So we will put it forward to Sheikh Irfan and Brother Muhsin Khan of, of the Voice of the Cape, inshallah. Hey, inshallah, shukran for that, uh, Sheikh. We need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, alhamdulillah. Make today and each day a day of hope, faith and repentance, inshallah. Keep on building and strengthening that connection between you and Allah. Make a habit of saying, alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at every ease and hardship. And when things do not go the way you wished, say, alhamdulillah, Allah kulli hal. All praise and thanks to Allah in all circumstances, Shaykh. Yes, and never become impatient or despondent with Allah's decree. Mm. Allah loves those who thank Him and be grateful throughout your day, inshallah. That's so, that's so true, Bataraji. And Allah says, Alhamdulillah. Oh, you believe, uh, seek help from Allah with patience. Alhamdulillah. And with Salah, Allah mm. Akbar, Alhamdulillah. My dear listeners, we are still busy uh, with uh, istighfar, asking Allah forgiveness. This is such an important part of our lives. In fact, the Nabi Muhammad Ali said, Tubu ilallah wa astaghfiru. Ask Allah for tawbah, for repentance. Mm. And ask Allah forgiveness. Fa'inni atubu ilallah wa astaghfiru. Because I, the Prophet of Allah, I minimum number. Ask Allah a hundred times tawbah every day, and a hundred times I ask Allah for forgiveness. Allahu Akbar. So we're gonna we're gonna do istighfar again together, uh, and we're gonna say now Nastaghfirullah al-Azim. We ask Allah forgiveness al-Azim, the Most High, At-Tawwab rahim Allah is a Tawwab. Allah is the Allah accepts the, the tawbah of any person. You could have been the worst person in the world. Allah will accept your tawbah. Al-Rahim. The most, uh, most merciful, the most compassionate, Allahu Akbar. Nastaghfirullah al-Azim, at-Tawab al-Rahim. Nastaghfirullah al-Azim, at-Tawab al-Rahim. Nastaghfirullah al-Azim, at-Tawab al-Rahim. Nastaghfirullah al-Azim, التواب الرحيم نستغفر الله العظيم التواب الرحيم نستغفر الله العظيم التواب الرحيم يا 
التواب تبا علينا وارحمنا وانتر إلينا يا تواب تبا علينا وارحمنا Imagine Jamaat Muslimin, we are asking Allah, we are calling unto Allah, Ya Tawwab, Allah is the Tawwab. Tuba alayna, accept our Tawbah. Warhamna and have mercy on us, Ya Allah. Wandur ilayna and give a special glance to us, Allahu Akbar. The dhikr is so beautiful. And I always remind uh, uh, our Jamaat in Portland that if we call unto Allah, Ya Tawwab and Ya Rahman and Ya Rahim, and I tell them the story of in the time of Nabi Musa alayhi salam, a mushrik, an idol worshipper, he was calling unto his idol, and idol is called in Arabic, Sanam, Sanam. So he's saying, Ya Sanam, Ya Sanam, every day, Ya Sanam, Ya Sanam, Ya Sanam, Ya Sanam, Ya Sanam. And one day his tongue slipped, and he said, Ya Samad. And Allah said to, to this mushrik and this disbeliever, Labbayka Ya Abdi, I'm here for you, my slave. And because Nabi Musa was the Kalimullah, he, he, he had the honor to, to speak directly to Allah. And Nabi Musa said, Ya Allah, but how can you respond to this person? He, you, know, you know that he made a mistake. And Allah said to Nabi Musa, Ya Musa, is there anyone else that is a summit than myself? Allah Akbar. The, 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 the story or the, the benefit of the story is that if a mushrik, an idol worshiper calls unto Allah and by mistake, what about a Muslim that calls unto Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, how will Allah respond to you, Allahu Akbar? So my dear listeners, uh, today we, we want to talk about the words that are most beloved to Allah, Allahu Akbar. You know, we, we must, when we hear these words, when we must stretch out our ears, our listening power to hear which of all the words are most beloved to Allah. And where did we hear uh, the most beloved words to Allah? From our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Ahabbul kalam in Allah Ta'ala Arba'. The most beloved words to Allah are Four words, says the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It doesn't matter, it doesn't harm you with which, with, from whichever one you start with of the four words. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't harm. And the four words are Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar. It is repeated again. Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah. So Jamaat Muslim, let us take it serious. The Nabi Muhammad says to us, these four words are the most beloved words to Allah. Allahu Akbar. Ahabbul kalam in Allah. Subhanallah. Walhamdulillah. Wala ilaha illallah. Allahu Akbar. So Alhamdulillah, inshallah, we, we give over to Bataraj. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. Instead, <coughs> we have Sheikh Ibrahim Ghaib. Alhamdulillah. Just before the news at 12, Sheikh recited the Subhanallah. Walhamdulillah. Wala ilaha illallah. Wallahu akbar. Always keep your tongue wet with dhikr. The remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said uh, that everything has a polish to cleanse it. And the polish of the heart 
is the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So alhamdulillah, show your love to Allah and implore him for forgiveness. Mm. And for some of us, this may be our last chance here. Subhanallah. May we all strive for a better ending. Amen. Live Amen. as long as you want. Amen. In the end, you will die. Mm. And love whoever you want. In the end, you will leave them. And do whatever you want. But in the end, you will be dealt with accordingly. Life is given to us one day at a time. Mm. So appreciate each day as a special gift. Oh. And that is why today, Sheikh, it's called the present day. It's a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And yesterday is gone, will never come back. And that is called history. Mm. And tomorrow, inshallah, will be a mystery. That's so beautiful, Taraji. Especially the part that says life is about you know the, the day that you that Allah has given you. Allah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, subhanallah. Can you repeat that one, Tad? Uh, which one's here? Love is, what is it? Yeah. Love as long as you want. Yeah. In the end, you will die. Yeah. Love whoever you want. Mm. In the end, you will leave them. Mm. And do whatever you want. Mm. But in the end, you will be dealt with accordingly. Ah, Life is given to us one day at a time. That's the one I'm, 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 I, I, I would like to capture. Inshallah. Uh, repeat it then, so, Life is given to us one day, one at, day at, a time. at a time. One day at a time. So appreciate each day as a special <sighs> gift. And that is why today is always called it's the present day today. Mm. It's a gift of Allah subhanahu mm. wa ta'ala. Mm. And yesterday is gone, will never come back. Yeah, and that is history mm. and tomorrow is going to be a mystery yeah that's why the ayah that, that fits in with that but mm-hmm. Allah says ya ayu alladhina aman taqullah haqqa tuqati wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun oh you believe fear Allah in the way Allah ought to be feared Allah. and do not die except that you are in a complete state of submission to Allah now the secret of this ayah is that you must live every day in the most beautiful way because you don't know which day Allah is going to take you away. No, no. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So every day. So you can't say anything. Mm-hmm. It might just be that day that Allah takes you away. Subhanallah. So, Barakallah Fiqh, shukran for this beautiful verse with Araji. Dear listeners, we want to conclude now the first part of our program and that is a reminder us about the remembrance of Allah. So we we repeating the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam The most beloved words to Allah are four words Subhanallah Walhamdulillah Wa la ilaha illallah Wallahu Akbar Imagine these words are so important that on the night of Mi'raj when our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam met his beloved father Nabi Ibrahim Alayhi Salam Nabi Ibrahim Alayhi uh, said to our beloved Nabi Alayhi Salatu Wasallam Ya Rasulullah, give my salam, convey my salam to your ummah. Allahu Akbar. We, we love Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allahu Akbar. Wa akhbirhum. Listen to this valuable information and advice. Wa akhbirhum anna al-jannata tayyibatu turba Inform them that the jannah, the, 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 the earth, the ground, the ground of the jannah, the land of the jannah, is fertile, extremely fertile ground, and the water is so pure, Allahu Akbar. And for them to, to plant and extend the jannat, let them say, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Allah, this is very valuable, very valuable advice. That is why our deen is about giving advice. Nabi Ibrahim salam, from the seventh summer gave advice to us. Via our beloved Nabi Muhammad And if a person give advice is because of their love for you 
and they're concerned for you. That is the reason why people, that's why a father give advice to the child, or the mother give advice to the, to, the, to the children, or the brother to the sister, or a friend to the friend, or a neighbor to the neighbor, because out of love and out of concern, no, because of the love of Nabi Ibrahim salam, for, for humanity, Allahu Akbar, he gave this message to our beloved Nabi Muhammad So please grasp it and hold on to it. To increase your Jannah, uh, our beloved Ustaz Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kish explains, he says, if you say Subhanallah, Allah planned for you a tree in the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. And he says, that tree is not like the trees of the dunya. That tree in the Jannah is, if you, if, if you ride on, on your horse in the Jannah for a hundred years, a hundred years, you won't be able to complete the shade of one of the trees of the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. And if you say, Alhamdulillah, Allah planned for you another tree. When you say, La ilaha illallah, Allah planned for you another tree. If you say, Allahu Akbar, Allah planned for you another tree. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. Walhamdulillah. Wa ilaha illallah. Allahu Akbar. So my dear listeners, the reason why I'm advising you and myself is that we must make it part of our daily routine and our daily dhikr, our weird, the dagelijkse dhikr wat ons met elke dag maak, so dat ons harte kan bly liewendag and connected to Allah. So we must set aside time 20 times 50 times 75 times or 100 times or even more subhanallah walhamdulillah wa la ilaha illallah wallahu akbar allahu akbar shabbat muslimin just imagine uh, these words are the uh, when we when we pick up a, a a book a booklet of tawafs the seven tawafs the very first words in the first tawaf is subhanallah walhamdulillah and, 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 this, and it is so appropriate because in your, your first round of the tawaf, you want to say the words that are most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And inshallah when you go for hajj or for umrah, you will hear our uh, forefathers referring to the Indonesians. Those are wonderful people and lovely people that spend their time, you know, uh, in a great way in Makkah and Medina. They are of the best hujads, Allahu Akbar. When, when they, when they uh, make tawaf or sa'i, they would, uh, together, they would say so beautifully. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Mashallah, it's so beautiful. And whenever, Bittaraji, when I hear them, I join them and, and say it with them, Allahu akbar. So, uh, my dear listeners, just before we conclude this, uh, this part uh, of our program, the Dhikrullah, I, I just want to ask, what, what is the meaning if, if uh, the Nabi Muhammad says, these words are the most beloved to Allah? The meaning is, if, if we are going to say it and if we love it, Allah is going to love us. Because we are saying the words that are most beloved to Allah. So the result will be that Allah will love us. And when Allah loves us, Allah says to Jibreel, Ya Jibreel, anna uhibbu fulanan fa'ahibba. I love such and such a person. And I want you to love that person. And I want you to announce in the Samawat that all the Malaika must love that person. Allah Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. Akbar. So in conclusion uh, f- for this part of the program, my dear listeners, Allah says in the Quran, Ya dhikran kathira. Oh, you believe? Remember Allah and remember Allah in abundance. Let us take the words of Allah serious. We are not there yet. You know, one of the beautiful things that we are saying when we make the sa'i, 
We say, Subhanaka, Ya Allah, O Allah, glory be to you. Ma dhakarnaka haqqa dhikrika, Ya Allah. We haven't remembered you in the way that we should remember you. Allahu Akbar. Ma shakarnaka haqqa shukrika. Oh Allah, we haven't been thankful to you in the way that we need to be thankful to you. So may Allah grant us that we are going to take heed of the words of Allah. Remember Allah and remember Allah in abundance, inshallah. inshallah. Shaykh, if I could just add uh, yeah. what I left off earlier, mm. that life is given to us one day at a time. Mm. You know, one day a young boy, he mm. asked his ustad, he said, which is the best day to salah? Mm. So uh, the ustad answered, he said, my son, mm. the best day to salah is the day before you die. Yeah, uh, love it, but. <laughs> so the boy So but Ustad, how can I know the day of my death? Uh. So the Ustad's answer was, no one knows the day of your death. That's why we need to salah every day. Allah Akbar, Allah so beautiful. Beautiful, mashallah. Shia, on that note, we need to go for a commercial break. When you come back, stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, in studio we have Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. Always respect the honor the woman in your life. Make them smile, appreciate and acknowledge their contributions today and every day. Let me give you a recipe. You take two cups of understanding, mm-hmm. five cups of wisdom, mm-hmm. five spoons of tenderness, mm-hmm. three spoons of forgiveness, uh-huh. and ten cups of patience, mm-hmm. five cups of love, yeah. and one bucket of humor, mm-hmm. and one barrel of laughter. Mm-hmm. And the method is, take understanding and wisdom and mix thoroughly with patience, mm-hmm. and you blend it with love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenderness and forgiveness, mm. and then you add lots of humor mm. and sprinkle it abundantly with laughter, mm. and bake it with sunshine, and serve daily with generous helpings. Beautiful recipe. But so that we can frame it. Amen, inshallah. And people can buy it or put it in the house and uh, you know it's, it's a, uh, in the kitchen. Mm. It's a, such a beautiful uh, recipe. Alhamdulillah. Also, buy recipes. Also, yeah. programs about recipes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at this beautiful recipe. <coughs> Allah, Amen, inshallah. Inshallah. It's also uh, negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. marriage alhamdulillah. inshallah. inshallah. <coughs> uh, dear listeners, so now we are uh, speaking about working out. Uh, negotiate and negotiating pathways to a successful marriage and we end of last week by saying that the successful team the members of the, a successful team they have got good communication with one, one with one another beautiful communication respectful communication and it can't be uh, it can't uh, 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 it can't be considered to be a successful team if there is ugly and disrespectful communication. Mm-hmm. And last week we also said that um, as husbands we, we need to say beautiful words. And it was just confirmed by Putaraji. For example, we said last week, as as klage eaters as in my darling, mashallah, the cost was paye lekker gewis. Paye shukran. Ek dinkie in die hele wereld as a afro wat kan maak die bunchie keris jirit kan maak die. All those beautiful words. You know, one day I was uh, at a function and a Christian man told me, and this is many years ago, and I still remember it. He said to me, Sheikh, at, at night time, at supper time, me and my wife and my children, we sit around the table. And we, before we eat, we first hold one another's hands all together. And we say, God Almighty, we thank you for the food. And we thank the hands that have made the food. In other words, oh. referring to his wife. Oh. In other words, referring to the... 
the, 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 the mother of the children. And that is so beautiful. And also, uh, last week we ended off by advising our sisters also, uh, and our daughters to be grateful and thankful to their husbands. And always make them feel important. And that's a key phrase. Always make them feel important. Many marriages, my dear sisters, the wives become so busy and embroiled with their children that they sometimes forget about their husbands. And, and it shouldn't be that way. But, but that's the reality of life. You know, uh, till the mom also, also phones us half like babies, they are very busy. They are making the food, they're making this and they're making that, and they're busy with the children. And sometimes, unfortunately, they forget about the importance of their husbands and to look after their husbands. So that is why we have this program, just to make sure and just to remind that, no, you must, you must give some time and say beautiful things to your husband also. And also, we said last week, we end off by saying that um, a, a husband, a wife must never say to a husband, You've never ever done something good to me. And, 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 and this is in a hadith of Rasulullah. The, 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 the husband has done so much good for years for the wife. That one, one little thing happened or there was one particular thing that he couldn't give her. And then And the reason why we are speaking about it is because the Nabi Ali said that I saw in the Jahannam lots and lots of women. And then the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, why? So the Nabi Muhammad says, لِكُفْرِهِنَّ Because of the kufr. And then the Sahaba was worried, Ya Rasulullah, is it because of the uh, disbelief in Allah and the rejection of Allah? The Nabi Muhammad said, no. It's because of the rejection of the good of their husbands. That, that kufr, not the rejection of Allah, the, the rejection of the goodness of their husbands. So we are just reminding, and this is what our deen is all about. Anyway, uh, my dear listeners, today we want to speak about how important and beautiful it is for a husband and a wife to be open for advice, to be open for reminders, to be open for rectification, open for advice and reminders from anybody else. And also that the husband must be open for the advice and reminders from his wife, and the wife must be open for the advice of her husband uh, and the reminders of her husband. This is definitely a recipe and a path to a successful marriage. And one of the most beautiful and wonderful qualities a person can have is to love and appreciate to be reminded. Let me repeat that beautiful quality. Because we're speaking about beautiful character. Uh, and we uh, last week and two weeks ago, we, 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 we said the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad that Rasulullah was asked, Who are the most beloved servants to Allah, Ya Rasulullah? And the Nabi Muhammad said, khuluqa, Those who have the best of character. The part of beautiful and best of character is to, to love and to appreciate if you are reminded. And not to have an attitude when you are reminded. And listen to what Allah says, وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ ذِكْرَ تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah says in the Quran, remind one another, for, for indeed reminders benefit the believers. And we derive from this ayah that the nature of the mu'mineen, the nature of the true mu'mineen, the true believers, they love to be reminded. They appreciate when they are reminded. They are thankful when they are reminded. And Allah says in the Quran, وَالْعَصْرِ إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَفِي خُسَرِ Allah swears in Sumba by time, by the token of time, that humanity is at a loss. They, they are in disarray. 
And we can see it's happening in the world today. Except behalve die mensen wat iman het. En die mensen wat continuous goeie daden doen. And that is not enough to save you from, from, from chaos and disarray. Watawaso bilhaq. And they, they exchange the truth and remind us. Watawaso bilhaq. Not they only give, Allah says, they give and they accept. Mm. They receive also. Uh, uh, you know, watawaso bilsabr. And they also remind one another, have patience. Muni warini, di dunya asma kort. Allah is going to grant us the beauty. And the Jannah, and the Jannah is going to be forever, and forever is not 500 million years, not 500 billion years. The Jannah is going to be so massive. The Nabi Muhammad says the last person that will enter the Jannah, and he comes out of the five Jahannam, and he's the last person to exit the Jahannam. He is going to be the lowest rank in the Jannah. The size of his Jannah says Rasulullah. And we as believers, we believe in every word of Rasulullah. The last, the, the, the last person to enter the Jannah and he's the lowest rank, the size, the size of his Jannah will be the size of this world, not Cape Town, not South Africa, the whole world that we live in, and ten times the size of this world. Allahu Akbar. So what must mean on, this, at the sa- at, uh, uh, on the same note, we want to say that, yes, the most beautiful quality is to, be, to love and appreciate, to be reminded. And on the other side, if a person is not open for advice or reminders, that's not a good quality. And it is also not a good sign. And unfortunately, it is a recipe for disaster and for failure. In the context of what we are speaking about, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage, a pathway to success is to be open for advice from everybody, including your spouse. And a recipe for the di- di- disaster and failing marriage is when you have an attitude of you're not you're not you, you're not prepared to accept the advice of your wife, or you're not prepared to seek, accept the, uh, 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 the advice of your husband. Ah, that that is that is not a beautiful relationship. That is not a beautiful relationship. And in fact, it opens up a possibility for a very bad quality. What, I'm, what, what, am I, what am I saying, my dear listeners? If a person is not open for advice and reminders, it opens up a possibility for a very bad quality, and that is arrogance and haughtiness and pride. Now, the other day, my dear listeners, I, I listened on the radio the following ayat when Allah speaks about the mother of Nabi Isa, salam, when she gave birth to Nabi Isa, and she was worried, what are the people going to say? Because she was not married, she was a pure woman, and Allah subhanahu instructed her, you don't give any explanation, you don't talk to anybody. And the reason for that is because Allah knew whatever explanation you're going to give, the people is not going to believe you. They're not going to believe you. Are you going to tell them that Allah sent Jibareel, the angel, to me and, that, and I became pregnant? They're not going to believe you. So Allah told her, you tell the people that I have made another a promise to Allah that I'm not going to speak. So when, the, when, she, when she came to them, and they, they, they said, Ya Ukhta Harun, oh the, the sister of Harun, your father was not an a, a, a evil person, and person that did haram and sex, nor your mother. So what are they trying to say? What, what, what did you do? فَأَشَارَتْ إِلَيْهِ Allah says, and then said, said that in a Maryam, uh, refer them to, to her child. 
They said, how can we speak to a child that is a few days old and is in the cradle? And Allah granted Nabi Isa to speak. The small baby. And Nabi Isa said, in the cradle, I am the slave of Allah. Allah has given me the book. In other words, the Injil, the Bible. Allah has made me a, a Nabi. And Allah has made me blessed wherever I will go. And Allah has commanded me and instructed me with the salah and zakah as long as I live. And Allah has made me dutiful to my mother, to my mother, not to my parents, to my mother because he didn't have a father. My dear listeners, I especially went to look up what is the meaning and the, 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 the synonyms for dutiful. And I want you to write it down so that you can teach your children how they should be to their mother and their father. One of the things that I've learned from my mother, my mother taught me to respect me, to respect, to respect her and honor her. That is our duty. Yeah? You must teach your child to, to, to honor you and to respect you because that is a command from Allah. So the meaning of dutiful is obedient. An obedient child, a respectful child, a devoted child to, to his mother and his father, a submissive child. So I'm going to say it again so that you can uh, write it down and teach your children and your brother's children and your sister's children, your nephews and your nieces, because the children of today, they need to know these words. To be dutiful means to be respectful to your mother and your father, to be obedient to your mother and your father, to be de devoted to your mother and your father, Allahu Akbar. And then uh, Allah says, and then Nabi Isa said, وَلَمْ يَجْعَلْنِي جَبَّارًا شَقِيًّا And Allah made me not arrogant. And that struck me when I heard the ayah in this week on the radio. Why does Allah say, uh, why was it so important to, for Allah to say that Nabi Isa, what Allah didn't make him, he was not arrogant. He was not arrogant. And the answer to that is because arrogance and haughtiness is such an evil and bad quality. So much so that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said, لا يدخل جنة من كان في قلبي ذرة من كبرين. A person that has got a small amount of arrogance in him, so small like a mustard seed, won't be able to enter the Jannah, says the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I just want to remind that arrogance and haughtiness is the very first sin that was committed. And that happened when Allah, Allah instructed the Malaika and Iblis. Iblis was amongst the Malaika. In other words, he was not of the Malaika. Allah confirms in Quran, كَانَ مِنَ الْجِنِّ He was of the jinn. But Allah honored him and put him amongst the Malaika. And Allah commanded the Malaika and Iblis to bow down in honor and respect for the father of humanity. The father of humanity. Huh? The father of all human beings. The father of Nabi Ibrahim. The father of Nabi Nuh. Nabi, the father of Nabi Muhammad mm. The father of everybody. Isn't it befitting to say that you Malaika, you bow down in honor and respect of the father of humanity. Huh? You know, no, 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 there are so many lessons that we must learn. 
We, we must teach ourselves and teach our children to show respect to the parents, to show respect and honor to their teachers, to show respect to the elderly, mm. to show respect to all people in the world. That is a lesson that we learn that Allah instructed the Malaika and Iblis, you bow down for the in respect and honor of the father and the very first human being. فَسَجَدَ الْمَلَائِكَةَ And all the Malaika, they've made sujood immediately. إِلَّا Iblis, Iblis refused. He refused because of his arrogance. And Allah confirms that. He said, Ana minu, Ya Allah, I'm better than him. Mm. I'm better than him. You've made me from fire and you made him from dust. Now that is arrogance. When you look down upon people. A husband, if a husband thinks that he is better than his wife because he's a man, that is arrogance. If a wife thinks low about the husband because she says, I'm the mother and I'm the a woman. I'm no, no, no men are better than women and no women are better than men. Illa bi taqwa, piety. You are not better because you're a man and the woman is lower than you. No, that is arrogance. May Allah protect us. My dear beloved ones, my, uh, uh, the Nabi Muhammad has warned us not to do anything in this world with haughtiness, with boastfulness, and with arrogance, even the day, we, even the way we dress ourselves, then that's why the Rabbi Muhammad says, "Man oh, whosoever lengthens his thob, the thob like the, the top of onzdra, uh, some people they, 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 they lengthen it so that they can sleep up in out of boastfulness." The Rabbi Muhammad says, "Lam yandurullah, lam yandurillahu." Allah won't look at that person the day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And whatever is beneath his ankles will be in the fire of Jahannam. So a person said, one of the Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, indeed a, a man, he loves uh, his thobe, his thobe to be beautiful. He wants to look beautiful. Not out of boastfulness. It's just he wants to be beautiful. And he, would lo he, love, he loves his shoes also to be beautiful. And the Nabi Muhammad said, Inna Allah jameel yuhibbul jamal. Allah is beautiful and Allah loves beauty. Allah so if a person does it out of, you know, he, he wants to attire himself and he wants to look beautiful, there's nothing wrong. But if you do it out of haughtiness and arrogance and, and boastfulness, then, then, then it is not permissible in the eyes of Allah. Shukran for that, Sheikh. We need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. We've got less than uh, 20 minutes to our program, inshallah, Sheikh. Assalamu alaikum. Dear uh, Judge, so uh, after that, uh, making uh, it to the reunion, I see all these beautiful uh, faces. Kibr, arrogance is. Batrul Haq Nas. Kibr is to reject the truth. In other words, you know it is the truth, but because of your attitude and your arrogance, you refuse to accept. And that is what we are talking about today. So as, uh, if me, myself as a husband, if I, my wife tells me something, and she quotes me something from the Quran of the Hadith of Rasulullah, of she, she says to me something and I know it is the truth. I recognize it is the truth. But because of my arrogance, I'm going to tell her, no, who are you to come and tell me? You're a woman. No, that is not the attitude, my dear brothers and sisters. May Allah protect us. We are busy discussing, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. And I want to say today, 
I'm absolutely convinced that many, many marriages have been broken up. Or if it's not broken up, it is so in a disarray, it is so uncomfortable in such an ugly marriage. Because either both, husband and wife, or one of them, because of their arrogance, they can't have a happy marriage. They can't have a happy marriage because of this bad quality that Allah hates. I would repeat that Allah and Rasulullah hates. Allah subhanahu wa makes it so much clear every time in the Holy Quran that Allah hates the person that is arrogant. So you can't have success in a marriage if you have got an attitude that you're not going to kind of tell me why, why do we have that attitude? Right at the beginning we so, we were so we were so much in love with one another. And whatever my girlfriend says or my boyfriend says is you know it's uh, so beautiful and it's accepted. Why now when you are married, Allah has granted your children, now you have this attitude of you're not going to tell me and I don't want to hear anything from you. So my dear listeners, Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah for this radio and this tool that we can use that we remind one another and that we open our hearts, inshallah, to be reminded. So my dear beloved ones, the big lesson and the lifelong lesson that we want to learn today in today's program is to open ourselves for advice and for reminders. I want to repeat that lesson and you can write it down somewhere. The big lesson and the lifelong lesson that we want to learn today is to open ourselves for advice and for, for reminders from any person. Whether it is from your wife or your husband, whether it is from your neighbors, whether it is from people working for you, whether it is from your own children. You have the attitude, mashallah, my child, shukran for reminding daddy, or shukran for reminding mommy, I really appreciate. You know how, how good it will be for children when the fathers and the mothers tell them, shukran for the advice, I, I, I didn't realize, and shukran for that reminder. Allah, but that's the beauty of life. But the ugly part of life is, if you've got that arrogance at you, you know, you don't want to listen to anybody. May Allah protect us. So my dear listeners, this is the big lesson and I'm advising myself and your honorable selves that this is the way that we must raise our children also. Very, very important. We must have sittings and meetings with our children and one of the big lessons that we must learn, my child, if anybody at school advise you at university or if, any, if you meet any person in the street or one of our neighbors tell you something to do, you must have that attitude of accepting the advice and also th show gratitude to that person that, that, has, that has advised you. Allah Akbar. So I, I just want to take everybody back to the first uh, hadith that we've uh, mentioned today that the Nabi Muhammad says even a tiny amount of arrogance will prevent you of going to Jannah. Yeah, salam. So my dear listeners and my dear mothers and fathers may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the beautiful quality of accepting advice. So I want to remind again that part of arrogance Part of arrogance is to have an attitude of finding it difficult to accept and welcome advice. Part of arrogance is to find it difficult. And, and that sometimes happens to, to all of us, or many of us, or each and every human being. We, we've got that tendencies and that attitude of, uh, who are you to come and tell me? And you look after yourself, don't come and tell me. No, no, uh, 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 that, is, that is part of arrogance. You know, to, to, have a, 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 to find it difficult to accept and welcome advice. Our deen is all about giving nasiha. 
says the Nabi Muhammad sincere advice, sincere advice. And then the Sahaba asks, Ya Rasulullah, now who gives advice? And the Nabi Muhammad says, Allah and Allah's, Allah's book and Allah's Rasul and the leaders of the Muslimin, Wa'amatim and each and every person of this Ummah gives advice. Allahu Akbar. So my dear listeners, I just want to remind again, if anybody gives you advice, kunu shakirin, be thankful and grateful to that person. Say to them, my dear brother or my dear sister or my wife or my husband, shukran for that advice, it's really appreciated. And you know, don't, don't be arrogant, don't be arrogant. And you know, uh, uh, the, 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 the beauty part of this advice is, some people, they, they, they saw you doing something, you know, uh, which is not correct. And they wanted to advise you and remind you, but they thought, uh, I'm rather going to leave it because I don't know what this person's response is going to be. Because ne- normally human beings, they, they, they haven't got a good uh, response. So he, he, he might leave it. And maybe it takes him months or maybe years to remind you. And finally, when he decided to give that advice, you know, uh, and you tell him, my dear brother, um, shukran for reminding you know, it will do so, so, so much good. Now, dear listeners, I, I just want to remind, uh, in the time of Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab, Sayyidina Umar is the Amir al-Mu'mineen, the great leader, the, the second Khalifa of Rasulullah. Can you imagine? Huh? The head of state. And Sayyidina Umar stood up in the masjid and said to the women, those women who have taken so much dowry, maskavi of, of their husbands, they must give it back. And a woman stood up, a woman stood up in the masjid and said, Ya Amira Mu'mineen, what you are saying is the opposite of the truth. Allahu Akbar. The opposite of the truth. Sayyidina Umar didn't tell her, uh, 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 uh. you sit down, you're a woman. And your voice is aura. You can't speak and you, you, you woman has got no say. Like some husbands are telling the woman, look, you've got no say, no, you're a woman. Astaghfirullah That is not Islam. Islam is what happened in the time of Sayyidina Umar. When Sayyidina Umar uh, asked the lady, uh, no, what, what do you mean that I, I, I'm saying the opposite of the truth? And she said that Allah says in the Quran, وَلَا تَأْخُذُوا مِنْهُ شَيْئًا Don't take anything from it. And Sayyidina Umar kept quiet for a moment and he said, أَخْضَعَ Umar وَأَصَابَتِ الْمَرْأَةُ Umar is wrong. He didn't say the Amir or Mu'min is wrong. He says Umar is wrong and the woman is right. Allahu Akbar. That is the deen of Islam. Allahu Akbar. Shukran for the beautiful nasiha, Sheikh. We need to go for a commercial break. We will come back. Stay tuned. Welcome back in the program. Negotiating towards the successful marriage. Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. We got approximately four to five minutes, inshallah. MashaAllah. Braji, in the last four minutes, we just want to say that uh, there are different types of arrogance. And one of the, 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 the parts of arrogance is to be uh, arrogance towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, may Allah protect us. Like what Iblis did. Allah commanded him to make sujood for Nabi Adam. He refused. He was arrogant towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now what about the person that don't want to make salah? The Iblis refused to make sujood to Nabi Adam. A person, a Muslim that don't want to make salah, you are refusing to make sujood to Allah. Now Allah cursed Iblis immediately. But Allah, because Allah is the most forgiving, Allah is giving chance, and Allah subhanahu is waiting and waiting earnestly for that Muslim that is not steadfast in the salah five times per day to make that important decision that from today onwards I'm not going to miss one salah. Allah is giving chance and chance and Allah is waiting. And real waiting, real waiting means 
It is recorded in the hadith, if you give one step to Allah, Allah will give ten steps to you. If you come walking to Allah, Allah will come running to you to embrace you. But at the time when you die and you didn't make that change, you are cursed. May Allah protect us. I've, I've also learned after making a, 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 you know, research about this arrogance that even uh, our beloved sisters and daughters who are refusing to cover themselves properly, who are refusing to cover their hair, that is arrogance. I mean, Allah is commanding you to cover your properly. You say, no, I don't want to. Look, for instance, if, a, if, a, if, a, if a, one of our young sisters are working for a company and she's earning 75,000 rand a, 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 a month, and the CEO and the, and, the, and the company says, look, look, if you go into that certain part of the factory, you must cover your whole, uh, your, all your hair, and you must put another covering over your clothes, are you going to say, no, 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 I, that's not necessary to cover my hair, and that's not necessary to cover my body furthermore? No, you're not going to do it. And if you're going to do it, you're going to be chucked out of the company. They don't want to see you. Now, now why, when it comes to Allah, the Creator, Allah commands you to cover your hair and you don't want to? I agree with that, that ulama that say that is also arrogance. If you don't want to make salah, you saying, no, I don't want to make salah. Why must I make salah? An attitude. I, why, why must I cover my body? Why must I cover my hair? Why, 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 why can't I use riba? Allah says riba is haram, interest money is haram. You say, no, why? I can use. That is arrogance. May Allah protect us. So, Jawaita Muslimin, uh, it was a great honor and a privilege. And I, I and sincerely hope that whatever was said today, you take it in the, in the correct spirit, in the Islamic spirit. The Islamic spirit is to be open for advice. The Islamic spirit is that Allah says about Nabi Isa, he was not arrogant. And Allah don't, and the reason why Allah says it about Nabi Isa, is because Allah don't want us also to be arrogant. If you are given advice, if you are given advice about closing your hair, closing your body properly, making your salah, whatever, you say, Sami'na. We have listened and we, we obey the commands of Allah. Taraji, uh, Shukran, so, yeah. Alhamdulillah, we ask Sheikh just to make dua for all those people that has passed on. Yeah, especially for Judge Issa Musa. And also we're going to make dua for Buta Farouk Abrams, Oskinumas uh, Ami. is basically in the hospital in Khuriske. And his nephew also, Buta Suleiman Abram Oskinumas Lamy of Obas. And also for Antirwaida Gabriel from New Woodlands. And so many others, Mama Nana, Anti Latifa. Allah subhanahu wa grant for all vanilla in all the sick of any Muslim in Hassanate and Stater. Allah mafillahu or hamu eskin of Jenna, what a jaw was and say ati, what shuruya, Allah manna behina, was it the kina, was shuada, it was salihin, Allah marbanes, as the bill bets, ishviwa and tashafi, la shifa illa shifauka, shifa and la yodur sakoma, nasullah alim, rubble ashil alim, a yeshvi a jami, a murder Muslimin, a rubal alamin, in the law, humala, ikatawi saluna, alan nabi, ya even ladina, amen. صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وصحاب وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين صدق الله العظيم شكرا شيخ once again we need to break for the walk for the word إن شاء الله فما يصير راجي دفاجي نازين بيتسن السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته